0: All right, Darren. Oh fuck! Nah, just joking, Darren. Um, just joking with you. So this
1: is a take two. Uh, you know everybody knows. Uh, you know all thirty of our listeners uh, know.
0: Look, Darren, we don't need to get into point. this. Uh,
1: we we record from across the country, and sometimes there's technical issues. So yeah. uh Sometimes um,
0: it's on my end sometimes it's on Darren's friend's end so let's not be too judgmental of everybody, anybody
1: <laughs> very rarely is it on my end though i'm I'm very proud of that uh, that that feat that's um, true
0: Darren that is true. Uh, I'm very proud of you too
1: I think it's just because uh I'm fucking raking in the cash and I just have these these fucking bags of money that I can spend on like <laughs> nice equipment <laughs> I'm Jake Smith. I'm Darren Hone. This
0: is Snickles, the number one reviews show that doesn't focus on anything in particular or give necessarily helpful reviews.
1: But at the end of the show, we do mostly movies. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah, we're really just fucking around, you guys. That's why it's called Snickles. Snickles has become... I know there's only 30 to 40 of you out there listening. <laughs> at most. But... Uh, Snickles has become a. Uh, it's become more of a lifestyle now than. A, yeah, um, it's a
0: lifestyle podcast.
1: <laughs> it's a lifestyle podcast, and uh, it began as uh, Jake. We we Jake and I did a episode of Get Jake to Space, Jake's old podcast, which I don't know if he still does it anymore. I think I'm subscribed, and I haven't seen any episodes. So uh, imagine I imagine not. Released
0: in a while. I'll um, we'll say that, but chris hadfield if you're out there listening i'd love to have you on or elon musk or neil armstrong or lance armstrong or
1: yeah come back lance from Banks. the dead late neil armstrong please come back from the dead neil armstrong um or ryan gosling keep... yeah ryan gosling as neil armstrong you know what do we'd, your ryan
0: we'd have you on this show too yeah i suppose
1: yeah it's it's pretty important that you should know that we you're welcome in our arms um to have and to hold started in Jake's basement when I was doing a little guest spot on his yeah, we "Get Jake to Space" basement podcast. As all
0: good shows start.
1: And Jake, get Jake to space. I actually really did enjoy "Get Jake to Space." I mean, it was just you rambling and telling stories and stuff. But you, a lot of those episodes were pretty good. So, like, I understand why you haven't posted in a while because um, you probably want them to be good. And like, if you post too much then maybe you'll run the well... You don't want to run the well dry, but you had some pretty good stories on there. I actually did listen to that podcast, and it was it was quite good. So, if you're listening to this, go to Jake Get Jake to Space. Uh, it's wow. a pretty solid, pretty solid cast. Thanks, Darren. Um, Should
0: I pull up the analytics and see the last time anyone downloaded an episode? <laughs> I'll do that while you talk.
1: Uh, but, yeah, so I was in Jake's basement, and he interviewed me about... Uh We basically just started talking about hereditary very deeply, which is gonna segue nicely like that that is gonna be the overarching theme. That type of movie is going to be the overarching theme of today's episode of Snickles, I suppose.
0: Yeah, bad we'll get movies. to that later.
1: We'll We're get only to that talking later.
0: Bad movies today
1: <laughs> So uh we'll get to that later. Um, Darren and had then... been a
0: previous guest on the show, and we both had a lot of thoughts about hereditary, so I asked him to come on give his thoughts and then we realized like we were talking about hey, like two just hours gonna talk about movies yeah for two hours
1: and then uh jake goes uh i'm gonna release a separate entity podcast uh and then he and then he was like what are we gonna name it and i was literally looking at my phone at a meme that was a, a combination of a snickers Taco bar Bell, and Hut. skittles And it said Snickles. And I was like, oh, let's name it Snickles. And uh, thus the name of the podcast was born. And now it's just become a way of life and the way that we talk on this episode. Because Snickles uh, also sounds like a word you could use for, like, chuckling. And we do that all the fucking time on this show. So uh, it all works uh, out.
0: We laugh almost as much as we yell at each other.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've come a long way. I think we've been. Have we been doing this for like? We haven't been doing it for a year yet because we we did. We started the in first like episode in August. Okay.
0: Yeah, but we're so, at like over thirty episodes.
1: Yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, and we're 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 we'll see how we're doing after a year. But <laughs> right now, we're going strong.
0: Scott Ackerman says that a podcast hits its stride after fifty episodes. So God willing. <laughs> Get there soon.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're we're getting close. Uh,
0: but we, yeah. it's really evolved into just a review show of whatever.
1: Yeah, because there were, there have been weeks when Jake and I have seen unexciting movies that we don't really either want to review or there's been a week. There was one week in particular where I didn't see. I just didn't see any movies, and uh, I was like, I still need to review something and give my thoughts on something, but really. The reviews are just excuses for us to fucking make jokes about products essentially.
0: Yeah. And for me to catch up with my friend who lives across the country.
1: Yeah. So this podcast is What hey,
0: what is this? Is this is this like an episode for people who haven't listened before? Is this their
1: No, I'm just going through. I guess I just went on a tangent about uh what this 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 epi- this podcast means more to us. Than it does to anyone listening.
0: <laughs> it means more to us. Uh, we'll get uh, to that later, Jake. Something um, that I think is important to me about the show is that, like, if we don't like a movie, we don't like get too down on it, you know? Like, that well, yeah, because we don't we're need both, that negativity.
1: Yeah, we're both uh, we're both not famous. I will. Like, I would like to point out we're both very not famous, and uh, we're both trying to get into. Uh, the film industry, Biz. probably without, with, st- probably breaking in without being famous. Still, uh, I would imagine yeah. for both of our parts. So we don't really want a podium, but we still want to like, you know, we we might want to work with a lot of these people one day. So anytime we see a movie that's disappointing, we don't fucking berate it.
0: Well, sometimes we do. There's a Kim. couple. There's with a the yeah, There's of a couple. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm gonna keep talking until, uh, Jake's recording just froze, so I'm going to keep talking until Jake figures out his track so that we don't have to keep stopping and coming back to new takes. Um, well, I was gonna finish my, uh, mustache. I'm just gonna grow it out, keep growing it out, and then into a beard, and then shaving it back down to a mustache. Um, a friend of mine, uh, this weekend was like... Was like, yeah, mustaches should be appreciated more because, like, like I, I get all the time if I have a mustache from friends, like, hey, you have a porn stash, or yeah hey, you have a pedo stash. It's like I will, I would like to point out that pedo stashes are usually very thin. This is a thick boy. This mustache is a thick boy. M- uh, and porn stashes are thick, yes, but nobody fucking grows them anymore nobody grows porn stashes anymore. There's like two porn stars who have porn stashes. I think, I don't know. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, uh, the person I was talking to is an expert. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. And she was like, she was like, nobody grows porn stashes anymore. That's like the eighties. Like, like, People in the '80s grew porn stashes, but now it's all new, mul- new millennium shit. Everybody's clean shaven. They want to look like millennials. Everybody wants to be relatable in porn. That's why they put stories in porn because they want to be fucking relatable. So you can get your, you can bust a nut, Tatiana. Yeah,
0: you gotta bust a nut to a relatable story.
1: Yeah, you want character depth. Jake, are you recording?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good. I know they're having sex, but why are they having sex? Yeah,
1: I don't want to just open up to just uh, <laughs> a gaping butthole. You know, I just want to like, <laughs> I want to see like, is this is this person a neighbor of their partner, or are they?
0: Yeah, what chess
1: club yeah. was it? A chess club thing or pool
0: cleaner? Yeah.
1: Oh, the pool boy. Yeah, I'm yeah. a registered pool boy.
0: I'm a registered cool boy.
1: <laughs> otherwise the Cool it, Boys of
0: America. Yeah,
1: otherwise I'm I yeah. I w I wouldn't have this mustache if I was in a pool slash cool boy. Um Jake, you can grow you can grow what I have. You just gotta wait a little bit. I mean Jake, you're like fucking three years younger than me anyway, right? I
0: mean, yeah, maybe in the future like I don't have enough here. And it's it's really light. Like I do have hair here, but it's very light.
1: I was at that point. I mean, look, I I bloomed. I'm like an early bloomer, like so. I went through puberty a little bit sooner than everyone else.
0: Darren went through puberty at eight years old.
1: Eight years. It's actually not far off. I'm not even kidding. That's actually not far off. Uh, I think I actually went through it at like nine, maybe. But uh, yeah, so not through it. I didn't like go all the way through puberty at, in the year nine, but um. Yeah, I started to, like, go. Someone
0: bullied me in middle, or in high school, because I had facial hair, or I had, a, not facial, I had acne, and he said, oh, you're finally going through, pu- through puberty?
1: You were how old? But this guy
0: was a Mormon, so, like, I don't know how he's talking shit to anybody. Yeah,
1: he should have just thrown some caffeine on his, I don't want to, I don't want to insult Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, Jake, don't don't be disappointed because you you have you do have a beard i mean and you know you know where it's patchy so that gives you the upper hand on keeping it you know where to cut it and keep it yeah. in check but you know in due time you'll fill in some of those spots you may never fill in these but a lot of people don't have this i don't That's even what have Darren it yet. once told me yeah
0: so many years ago so just uh my grandma once complimented me on my mustache, and that's the nicest thing she ever did to me. And
1: when I say these, everybody listening, uh, I'm going to show the listeners right now. Darren's
0: Darren's touching the sides of his mustache where he shaved it to look like a Hitler mustache. <laughs> you may, I just don't
1: grow them. I just don't grow those sides. <laughs> it's not my fault. You may never grow them either, Jake. I don't know. <laughs> um, Darren
0: and I both are wearing Hitler mustaches. <laughs>
1: Jake says it looks really good. He gave it a ten out of (laughs) ten. And uh,
0: I'm gonna give it a nine out of nine. All
1: right. Uh, Before yeah, take one. I was reviewing this bag. It's an Outdoor Products bag. I've been sipping it this whole uh, uh, up until now. Um, It's like
0: a Camelback.
1: It's a Camelback. It's a water bladder. You put in your you put in your pack, your day pack or whatever when you go on a hike. It's got a pretty good hose. two liters so it's not the biggest bag but it's it's like a mid-sized bag uh it's got Darren, l- you
0: were telling me there's an unusual feature to this
1: last drop um last drop oh, system sorry. so jake come on buddy uh last drop system which basically means the hose i think is like all the way at the bottom so that you wherever your water is you can always just suck right out of that bad boy um you can't. You can store water. It says up to one hundred and twenty degrees Fahrenheit. So this is a pretty durable bag on the outside. Uh,
0: well, who's gonna drink that? Like that's what we were talking about before. Like who wants one hundred twenty degree water?
1: Maybe they're in the cold. Maybe they're going on a cold hike.
0: I guess. Um. How long does it stay warm? Because it's not insulated.
1: I would right? imagine like-, like an hour or two at least. I mean, it's it just depends on where you're at. Because if you're in the cold. I mean, 120 degree Fahrenheit water is probably going to be a good idea to like keep your back warm or something. And it's going to yeah. cool down throughout the day, but you know, it
0: can cool down pretty quick.
1: Yeah, uh, that's my word. But it'll still be better than having cold water in a cold, icy that's tundra. Um, you can't have that's alcohol in it. You put no milk in there. You can't put soda or veggies or fruits in there. But really, why are you doing that anyway in a camelback? Um, I thought about putting whiskey in there, and then I was like, no, I have a
0: flask Darren, for that. Darren, how many ounces is that bag?
1: Uh, it's 64 ounces. Well, it's it's two liters, so you do the math. You're going to
0: put two liters of whiskey in there.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's on a <laughs> sale at Ralph's right now, uh, Jack Daniels. That's what Darren
0: calls a Tuesday morning.
1: Tuesday morning. The Tuesday morning bladder whiskey. Um, the, the biggest issue I have with this sucker is that the fucking fill, like you fill it from the side right here you should fill yeah. from the top to get more water it doesn't
0: have first drop technology no it
1: doesn't it has it only
0: <laughs> has last so when you fill it from the
1: side you have you basically have to like hold it up and like turn it which can be really hard with this design because it's kind it's of it's got
0: a big knob like a big nozzle that it fills from
1: yeah it's a big blue cap
0: like the size of my palm basically and
1: the fill mark is halfway up the cap it's right there next to the like, it's halfway up where the cap is. I see it. So, Show it
0: to the listeners.
1: Yeah. So, listeners can see. Uh, yeah. And you kind of have to, like, angle it a certain way. It's hard to fill up yourself. But, I mean, once you have it full, you have two liters of water, which you should, honestly, you should bring a gallon of water on if you go on a hike, you know, depending on how long it is. I mean, if you're going, like, a two-hour hike, then this is fine. Um especially if you're in like the desert or a really hot area, you should always bring a gallon per person. Um, So maybe pack this and then like another couple, like maybe two other water bottles. If you pack has the room for it.
0: Another good camping advice I'd like to give is tell people how long you will be gone. So they don't worry about you.
1: Next topic. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh...
0: Or don't tell your parents you're going camping at all.
1: Yeah, that's really what that's what I did last time and I have no issues. I just told my friends and uh, <laughs> guess what? Search and rescue was not called on me. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm doing well. Um Yeah, I would give this pack probably I mean, I'd give it like it's been good to me, so I'll give it like a 7 out of 10. I wish I I wish it could carry more water and I wish the fill was a little bit better but yeah you can get quite a bit of water out of it and um, it's a pretty decent Doesn't that
0: last drop technology work do you think
1: um I'm on the fence about that because there was a point on the last hike I went on where I was like sucking out of the hose and I was like oh I must be out of water and cuz there was no water coming up so then when we got back to the car I checked it and it still had like a like probably half a liter of water left and I was like, how did that happen? And I guess it just kind of folded. The, the bladder kind of folded on its own. And then, like, wow. all the water was just trapped at, at the top. And then. I don't
0: know what there is to be on the fence about it. It sounds like it doesn't work. It,
1: uh, yeah, it's just if, you, if the <laughs> bladder folds, then yeah, you're, you don't get your last drop. <laughs> but you might have to take it out for that last drop and just hold it up mm. like a wine bag if you're an alcoholic like me <laughs> um, and slap the bag. You ever did that, Jake, in, in school parties? Yeah, dude. You know me. Always slapping that bag. You know me
0: being invited to
1: parties in college. Jake, for those yeah, for those who know Jake. I was Jake, invited
0: like two two parties and they were at Ryan's house.
1: For those who know Jake, Jake drinks like a fucking racehorse. Like he's uh he, Jake is drinking right now. <laughs> Jake drinks yeah. all the time.
0: I was making fun of Darren for only drinking two liters of whiskey. <laughs>
1: um that's actually not hey, true this is
0: kind of a backwards episode what do you want to talk about our weeks
1: we can do that yeah i was gonna segue into uh that from this just because i had the, the bladder i was gonna do it
0: yeah so darren oh darren what did you get that bladder for what'd you use it for
1: uh hiking i went to the arizona hot springs um oh really yeah
0: how far are those from where you live
1: Um, from where I live, it's probably about four and a half hours, just, just around there. Well, the hike itself takes about, I mean, God, we were gone, we were gone like six hours, but we stayed at the hot springs for like an hour and a half. So honestly, the hike there, uh, depending on which way you go is about, you know, two hours, an hour and a half to two hours, depending on how quick you're walking and which, which direction you go into it. Uh, there's also, I mean, at a hot springs, there's usually a brain... Hot water. Very hot water, which gets, you know... Did you
0: fill your bag with it?
1: The way we went in, uh, no, and that's great <laughs> you mentioned that, because uh, there's a brain-eating amoeba at most hot springs that you that keeps you so that you can't dunk your head in... Uh, and and fully into the water, or else it'll go up your nose and your orifices, and it starts eating your brain. What about your butt? No, your butt's fine. It's open open wounds are bad because that goes straight in your bloodstream. Your butt's apparently fine. It's your nose and your like don't drink it. If you drink it, it's bad. But uh, your nose, if it goes up your nose. Then, yeah, you're going to get a brain-eating amoeba in your nose. You're not go. It's not 100%. I mean, you could probably... If you get it up your nose, like, a little bit, you're probably okay. But just don't go, like, full swimming in these hot springs. You probably couldn't anyway.
0: Well, uh,
1: but, uh... I hate this.
0: It, I hate this information. It's...
1: Well, just... If you go to a... You can go to a hot spring. Just don't dunk your head in. You'll be fine. Just don't dunk your head in. Even if you I did accidentally go. dunk your head in, you'd probably still be fine. Because it's... The amoeba's not... It's presumably, it's not everywhere. But yeah, it's if it does get you, it's a 98% fatality rate, and the 2% that do survive have no quality of life, and they're vegetables. So if it does get you, you're probably going to die anyway, so that's nice, at least. You don't have to be a vegetable. It's not going to make you suffer.
0: That's Yeah, that's a good, fucking great silver lining, Darren.
1: yeah. So, I recommend what? it. What? This is
0: what you wanted to talk about?
1: I recommend I recommend going to the Arizona Hot Springs, or any hot springs that's nearby you. The Arizona Hot Springs are nice, though. They're kind of, like, sectioned off into different temperatures and sizes. Very packed, though. There's a lot of people at those hot springs.
0: Yeah, but yeah, that is... Is this, that, this all you have to say? Okay. It wasn't a beautiful hike? You didn't enjoy it? Was, it. Oh,
1: yeah, the hike was amazing. It was... You go through so many different, uh, like land masses and, uh, different types of rock formations. Um, the, the way most people come in is like shaded. We went backwards actually. So we went like over these like mountains. We saw a lot of wildflowers, which is really cool. Um, very tall mountains. You're basically in a canyon. It's, it's desert, but it changes up all the time. And then once you're, if you go in backwards, like we did, then once you're out of the hot springs, you come across, like, this really calm section of the Colorado River, uh, which <gasps> is so cold. <laughs> it's, like, such a such an opposite vibe from the hot springs, but, um...
0: They have feed-eating amoebas because it's so cold. So you can dunk your whole head in there all you want. Yeah. And you can put your feet in there. And
1: 303... They're gone. Yeah, if you look close enough, you can find 303 hanging out around the river somewhere. Um... They're always performing there. It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. That that hike was great. That was from that was coming from Lake Mead, which we actually camped at. We camped at Lake Mead and went to Arizona for the hot springs. Lake Mead was great too. I mean, uh, there's hot springs there too that I you really shouldn't swim in because apparently their amoeba problem is much worse. Uh, but people still do it. So. What. People still do it, I guess. Uh, they smell bad. But, like, there's hot springs in Colorado that smell bad that you can literally drink from. I'm not even joking. So, like, hot springs are a real uh, crapshoot. Just be careful any hot springs you go to. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. and uh, those amoebas, though, they, they don't eat ass. Those amoebas don't eat ass. They're not that, they're not that dirty. Uh, it would be nice if they did, though. If they took the initiative,
0: yeah. Clearly not millennial amoebas.
1: Yeah, not a not a millennial amoeba. They're old, spirited, old soul amoebas. Um, and yeah, and then we and then after that we just kind of we stayed in um, Henderson uh, at like a casino hotel. <laughs> that was like nice, interesting.
0: It was it was a lot of fun. Did you do any gambling?
1: No, 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 no. <laughs>
0: Aside from the brain needed amoeba thing.
1: Yeah, that was, that kept us very <laughs> entertained. Uh, we did, we just watched the wall for a while and just, um, just freaked the fuck out.
0: How long until you know if the amoeba got you? Four days. How long has it been?
1: It's been, let's see, when did we go? We went Sunday. It's been, it's been two
0: days since I went in those hot springs. Uh, all right. The day after this episode comes out, check the Snickles account on Instagram, and we'll see if Darren is going to die. That's
1: before you get symptoms. Two day for four days before you get symptoms. Uh, yeah. And um, before that, I did taxes, and I was um, surprised.
0: You got more money than you thought, or less money than you
1: thought? Well, I finished my taxes. Luckily, they were mail in, and then I realized that I didn't put in two forms i forgot about two of my forms so i have to like redo my taxes not fun
0: okay what what do you do with your arm right now i'm just
1: resting it on some soap
0: on some soap
1: yeah old spice volcano uh uh shampoo that's Can you please soap. pay us, Old Spice? We're right up your fucking alley with our comedy. We're alternative com- We're like an alternative comedy podcast. We do improv. Okay, throw us a bone here, Old Spice. We want. We look
0: at Darren's butt mustache now. Back to me now. Back to his mustache.
1: We're both. F- we're both suave. We're both good-looking people. We both have great voices. You know, yeah. if you go to our Instagram, uh- we
0: both use Old Spice products. I use Old Spice. Body wash and deodorant.
1: Yeah, I I have both and of these antiperspirant. Old Spice, uh, smoother swagger. This is Hydro Wash. It's I've been using it for a while. It We makes use me the Hydro Wash. What more do you want from us? Old Spice, throw us a bone. Pay us like thirty bucks. We'll read we'll read a minute of ad. We'll read a minute of copy for you per we'll episode. We'll do a whole
0: hour. We'll do a whole hour. I don't of just Old for, Spice th- content for fifty bucks. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 25
1: each? Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get on the map that I'd way. I'd do it
0: for a free... Like, for a free case of deodorant. Like, 10 deodorants.
1: For an, an hour for 10 cases? Yeah, we could do that. I'm down for that. That'll save us a yeah. lot of money. Come on, Old Spice. Be, throw us a bone. All I'm saying, we're perfect. We're right up your alley. We're alt comedy. You guys are trying to reach out to people who are doing it on their, on their own. And we're we're looking for a sponsorship here, you know? We I know we only I know we said we only have like 40, 40 people who follow this podcast, but
0: but they worship us. They worship
1: us. They'll definitely buy Old Spice. They'll do anything we say. Non-denominationally. Jake, what did you do this week?
0: I uh I did something pretty cool last night. You might think that it'd be a better second half of the show. Experience, but it's—I don't think it was. I saw a like talk slash with Werner Herzog. Oh wow! Darren actually does a good Werner Herzog impression. Yes. Uh, say the thing about the plane.
1: What thing with the plane? Um. Oh, uh, I thought. The plane, the plane crashed down on my cat, but my cat survived. And I just need to pull it out from the wreckage, but I just stubbed my toe real bad. I was like, dude, ow, that hurts. And so I need help.
0: Well, I've heard him do a good one before.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Timothy Treadwell and the bears. Is this the end of man seeking nature? Uh, Werner Herzog. I'm Werner Herzog. What's up?
0: Yeah, Werner, as he famously pronounces it. Yeah,
1: my porn name was Wiener Herzog.
0: <laughs> yeah, you just like like weird, absurd documentary stories to your porn.
1: Yeah. And I'm gonna <laughs> fuck those bears. <laughs>
0: That's why you have such an old school mustache style. Yeah. But anyway, it was really interesting. Uh, There's two things I really dislike about this sort of thing. The first thing is that there's like someone who comes out and they're like, my name is blah, blah, blah. And I set this all up. Here's the guy who's going to talk to Werner Herzog. And here's like all the reasons that he's important. And then the girl talks about him for like two minutes. And then she calls that guy up on stage. And then he's like, yes, I'm very important. Now, here's what Werner Herzog has done. Blah, 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 blah. Like, no one there doesn't know who he is. (laughs) And no one there gives a shit who this guy interviewing him is. Like, let's just fucking get to it, please.
1: Get to the questions, bro.
0: Yeah. But then, it it was really interesting. They had, like, just, like, random, like, ten-second clips of all sorts of different movies of his. Uh, like, from all... Every part of his career Every type of movie Just like Pretty randomly He talked about his backstory I didn't realize that He came from like A very poor town in Germany And he didn't Know what a movie was Until he was 11
1: His parents didn't even Let him watch TV Yeah
0: Well they didn't have They didn't have running water sometimes
1: Oh my god
0: Yeah Whereas we have Hot springs in Colorado You can drink from
1: I believe it's Glenwood Springs
0: you could fill your hot backpack water contraption with it and drink it. Uh, but yeah, it was like really interesting, and they just showed like little clips from all these different movies, and it was some stuff I heard, I'd heard him talk about before. But he's like, he's such a weird presence, and he's really funny, but in a way that like I'm not sure that he always knows he's being funny. He's.
1: Kind of a dude. Have you seen the documentary behind Fitzcarraldo? No. He's kind of a fucking psychopath.
0: No, he says that there's no madness in his mind.
1: Oh, he said, okay, cool.
0: <laughs> Did you see? I think he said that on like Jimmy Fallon or something. He's like, "I am a sane person. <laughs> there is no madness there."
1: It's good that he's he's so sane that he has to convince the public that he's a sane yeah. person. Um, wow, Jake, that's... Did you ask him any questions?
0: Uh, I did not. I did not. But, uh... The other thing I hate about Q&As like that is people get up there and they're like, Hi, Werner, I saw your first movie when I was five years old and it really stuck with me and my grandma showed it to me before she died and that's how I always remember my grandma. And they just talk for, like, four minutes and then they're like... Anyway, what do you think of that? And he's like, okay. <laughs> like, I get that it means a lot to them, but, like, just ask your fucking question. No one else in the audience gives a shit.
1: Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> um, that reminds me of uh, the climber guy, because that sounds like something he would do. But, yeah, dude, that doesn't, that doesn't really... I guess that doesn't really surprise me with Werner Herzog.
0: No, I'm I'm not talking about Vern. I'm talking about any Q&A I go to. Like everyone's (laughs) always doing that. They're they're talking for like they're like, I'm a writer. I'm self-published on Amazon. Uh, You can get my book. Here's the title. Blah blah blah. (laughs) Anyway, I just wanted to say that your movie was a big inspiration to me. And there was one there was one shot where the sun was like coming through the clouds. And what did you think of that? You're going to ask about one shot from a movie from 50 <laughs> years ago. Come on. I think
1: I think what happens I always I always avoid questions unless I absolutely have to ask them at Q&As because I don't want to be that type of person because yeah, it's like I mean, I'm sure they understand it cuz like people got to be excited to see someone who's very influential to them. And like I'm the same way. If I see someone who's very influential, I'm going to want to talk to him at some point, but I also don't want to just be like... That's basically the, 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 like saying all that stuff. Like, I'm a published author and writer, and I have my books, blah, 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 blah. That's basically just going up and being like, Hi. And then sitting yeah. down.
0: <laughs> that's like going up there and being like, I appreciate your work. And then he's like, Okay, that's why you're here. <laughs> 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 there was one girl, she like wrote down her question on her phone, and then she said it, and he didn't understand it. So she said it again. And then he was like, Put your phone down and try again. <laughs> oh wow, That's <laughs> pretty funny. But yeah, it was it was an enjoyable night. Uh, he's a very interesting character.
1: Yeah, that's what I've kind of gotten from him. From other, I've never met the guy, but he seems to do a lot of those Q and As for students. I think he care he, he cares a lot about like film school yeah. and stuff.
0: I I do like he gives the advice to like. What, what he said is he hadn't seen a movie until he was 11, so he felt like he was inventing cinema. And so whenever someone's like, we can't do this shot, it's never been done before, he's always like, well, we're inventing it. And I think that that's well, like a really cool Well, we approach. are
1: inventing it. <laughs> there you go, Jake.
0: <laughs> Thanks, man. I think that's a cool approach to uh, making art and everything, is like... Citizen Kane has been made, and it was great, and now it's boring. But let's make something else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Jake! Don't get him! Don't get! Let's not get started on <laughs> Citizen Kane, Jake.
0: Uh, it's a this is a lifestyle podcast where we talk shit about Citizen Kane every episode. <laughs> Derek's just sniffing his Old Spice now.
1: Give us, throw <laughs> us a bone, Old Spice, please. I'll be a shareholder. I don't care. I'll buy stocks. Just
0: Yeah, you can give us stocks. <laughs> I'll, I'll Hey, I think... Okay, sorry. Did you have something funny to say? No, just go on. <laughs> I've got something... A lot of people have been waiting. I think this is like a a big episode people have been waiting for. Like, we we're reviewing something big that everyone's been waiting for. Um, Ready to Robot Series 1 from Target. Okay. Uh... You build, swap, and battle. It's finally time? Uh, yeah, it's finally time. So I'm going to pop into this. Uh, Darren, maybe you can try to give some play-by-play as I go. Okay. I'm cutting into the wrapper.
1: Um, I'll,
0: I'll give just Darren, like, a, a glimpse at the packaging. So the
1: packaging looks to be, like, a hexagon, maybe? Or maybe yeah. a pentagon? Is that hexagon? hexagon. Um, it's yeah, wrapped. It's quite colorful. It's very colorful. It's mostly blue. Um, the... Uh, container itself like the plastic itself looks to be a bright green color but it's very loud like it's very loud colors very loud color scheme uh
0: here's the second layer of wrapping
1: there's two fucking layers of wrapping on this thing um as if this is
0: like an orangey yellow
1: as if one wasn't enough they had to make it bigger and give you two
0: it says peel here but the peeling is not working uh, this is kind of a bummer. Okay, I've got it now.
1: He's got it now.
0: Okay, now here's the package.
1: Oh, the package like is gray. gray. What a twist.
0: Yeah. It's actually, it looks kind of cool. It looks like something you might see in a sci-fi movie. Uh, there's a sheet of like the various robots you can get. We'll get into that maybe. All right. It says open here. I'm going to peel off the top. And there's a package in here there's a little it's wrapped in blue plastic let's see this is the cockpit
1: are you about to assemble this live
0: yeah I'm gonna assemble this live this is why you need to do play-by-play
1: so Jake has the cockpit
0: I'm going to take this. Well, separate it into separate chambers. You
1: have a mic and you have hands-on. I can just see from this little frame. You, you can do play-by-play. You need to do more play-by-play than me.
0: Okay, so the second chamber has three separate packages. Um, I'm going to open the first one. This looks like an accessory that could go on the back of the robot. Uh, I'll post pack. pictures of all of this on the Instagram. So there's now one accessory on the robot.
1: Perhaps a rocket pack or a jet pack.
0: Yeah, some sort of rockets for sure. Uh, here is a leg. It looks vaguely uh, dinosaur like, I would say. Oh that's
1: a leg, yeah. When I saw the three prongs I thought it was an arm, but it's a leg.
0: There's a little ankle. Or a heel, I mean. Alright, let's open... Okay, the other leg now. We've got two legs. So now we've got two legs and... The rocket thing. As, l- as well as the cockpit. It's really coming together now. Let's open the next chamber. This part comes off. There's three more little packages in here. These are orange. The last packages were Green.
1: That's how you know you're getting into the bottom tier. This is basically Colt logic. An arm.
0: There's an arm. Pop that bad boy on.
1: He's popping him on as he's going. I can't see what it looks like yet, but that's okay. showing you. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, that's fine, but I would like to... I kind of almost want the surprise at the end of the finished product.
0: Okay, there's a second arm. Second arm's going on. I've placed it. All right. My guess is that this is going to be the last accessory. Yep, it looks pretty much just like the first one. Uh, Do you want to see what we have so far, and then I'll pull the pilot out?
1: Yeah, let's let's take a look at that, sucker. Wow. Yeah, rocket packs on the back, almost like bunny ears.
0: Yeah. So, there's a pilot in here. It looks it's a very strange contraption. So you push on top.
1: It looks like an escape pod of some sort.
0: Um and out comes this little container of goo. It's blue goo. Oh. So this that's is a cum the first sample. This is the first lid that holds this on. That comes off. Now I'm going to take off the second lid. And now there's a plastic peel keeping the goo in. And now I'm going to dig through here and pull the pilot out.
1: I don't and know if I would goo's touch that
0: all over my fingers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the joke I made before, I don't know if we're allowed to say that on this podcast. How, are we, how dirty are we getting on this podcast?:
0: uh, I think we've gotten dirtier. Let me make sure my recording's still going. It is. That's good. All right, let me pull this sucker out of here. The good news is that the goo is pretty self-sticky.
1: Oh wow. that's very sticky. Can you even? What what have you got that on your hair?
0: Um, I don't know what would happen then, but it like it it adheres to itself, so it does a good job of like, what does this look like, Tara? What does this remind you of?
1: I mean, I already said what it reminds me of, <laughs> <laughs> but, um,
0: just more so.
1: Yeah, now oh my just God, more it's so. It's
0: really on me. It's really on this me. This
1: is so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: This probably is how Werner Herzog would do porn.
1: <laughs> how do I take a screenshot? Oh, my
0: God. How do I take a screenshot? I don't know. <laughs>
1: Hang on. Look, keep Just keep right there. I'm going to look up how to take a screenshot on my laptop. It's
0: dripping. Hurry.
1: To take a MacBook.
0: Oh, I'll get some more.
1: Screenshot. Okay. Uh, okay. 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 Shift.
0: Command 4. <laughs> hurry up.
1: Hang on. Uh, hang on a sec.
0: Oh my god.
1: I got it. Okay, I got it. Sweet.
0: <laughs> uh, it's all over my, f- like, it's just on my feet fi- Oh my god. I can see that kids might like this, but I don't think parents would. I don't think parents would be a big fan of this. Like I'm saying, it sticks pretty well to itself, but there's definitely some just on my fingers. Yeah. But I, I have it back in the container now. Um, and I have a paper towel here. I'm just gonna Wipe my fingers off and then I'm gonna show Darren the pilot. Do you want to see the pilot on his own or in his ship?
1: Um, show it to me. Well, yeah, both. I want to see both. I want to see the little guy before he We're, goes okay before he gets deployed Alright kind of looks like a little uh, Cat maybe uh, it's a pig. He's a little
0: he looks like a prisoner pig
1: prisoner pig. Okay. Is he covered in goo?
0: No, the, there's actually, he's not sticky at all. I wonder what the goo actually, is for. My have a blue tint to them.
1: Is he supposed to be born? Is that supposed to be like his birth?
0: I don't know. I think they were just like, this packaging isn't complicated enough. Yeah. We only have three wrappers holding the thing together. And then six wrappers inside.
1: Very green. Very green of them. Oh, well. This is
0: the final product.
1: You have that now. That's the thing yeah. you have. Let's see what his name is. Um, it better be some sort of pig pun. Like Sergeant Oinker or something.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a pun. And not just a pig's name. Sergeant Oinker, dude. What pig does. Um, Hamstrong.
1: Okay, I'll take it. That's good. That's a good one.
0: Anyway uh... <clears throat> That was uh, that was a lot of fun. I'd give that like a seven out of 10 for the experience. Yeah there's a lot of stuff to open and it's like exciting to see what you're gonna get. Yeah and it's a fun package.
1: Let's see. Where do screenshots get saved? Because I'm trying to find. I'm hoping that that's saved. That that picture saved.
0: Well, Darren, I still have the goo. So if you don't, if you don't have it, maybe I can recreate the picture and put it on the Insta. Find
1: the sc- Oh, it's on my desktop. Yeah, I got it. You're good.
0: Good. Anyway, Darren, uh, we've. Let's get into it. Let's talk about... Yeah, we're running out of real... time.
1: Let's talk about the movie. Potatoes. Let's talk about the mean potatoes. I think we were... I I anticipate that this movie... We're going to have a lot to say about this movie, so... Um, this is probably going to be the only movie we talk about, because given the pretty time... Sure I'm will be. Yeah. Um, let's talk about it. Uh, Peppa Pig Goes to Hollywood. Um, it's a pretty interesting... I didn't think she was going to make it. I didn't think so either. Um... And she didn't, so that was fun to, that was a fun little twist at the end. But um, yeah, it was, a, uh, it was an interesting uh, interesting film, interesting way that they incorporated um, a lot of Ayn Rand quotes into, uh, into what they were doing.
0: Yeah, hit me with just one of those, Darren. Just one of the ones that you remember. Oh you remember?
1: God. Because
0: um, you know you noticed them in the movie, so obviously you know them.
1: Yeah, I was. I, I mean, well they.
0: Oh, Darren, where, where, let me see your hands real quick. Let me see your. Let me see both your hands. Okay, now just read me that quote. No, let me see your hands and then read me the quote.
1: <laughs> oh. um, I'm not even looking up Iron Rand quotes. I'm just sending that. I'm sending that picture to myself right now.
0: <laughs> Why are you sending it to yourself? It's on your desktop.
1: Uh, Instagram.
0: Okay, okay, no, Darren. You and I should talk about the movie that we're all waiting for. It's
1: a big follow-up. You up. and
0: I, we. uh Jake and Darren.
1: S- us. Um. Us. Jordan Peele's Jordan Peele's Get Out Get Out follow-up.
0: Uh, yeah, Jordan Peele's. He did Get Out, and now he's doing another one.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. funny. I last night uh, Key and Peele just released a, a comedy sketch on Comedy Central's um, YouTube channel, and it's just good to see that he's making movies like that of that caliber and still doing you know goofy stuff on the side. I think that's really awesome. Um, what did
0: you think he wasn't funny anymore?
1: No, I just was worried. I, I didn't. Th- no, it's nothing like that. I was just worried that he would think that he didn't have time to do any comedy stuff anymore. I was wondering... He's going to sell out? Well, no, not that he's going to sell out. I was just wondering if he was going to put all of his eggs in that in the horror basket from now on because, you know, he's got Twilight Zone coming up as well. Yeah. So, he's been a busy guy. Um, us was... Uh, uh, pretty good. I liked it. Um... Wasn't as good as Get Out by any means. It was still a solid horror movie. Uh...
0: I I was talking to about this with a couple of my friends. I had a couple different conversations like this. I don't know that like he could have made a movie that I would think was better than Get Out because it's just like so good and it's like so unexpected from this guy who you're <clears> like, oh wait, isn't he from that comedy show? Yeah. But then like he like. I mean, anyone who listens to this show probably knows that we both loved Get Out. So, it's like a very difficult follow-up to do. Yeah, definitely. I think that he did like a very, like it's 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 a good movie. I really liked it. I feel like... But it's not as good as Get Out.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's get that out of the way right off the bat. I don't think anyone... I mean, I did talk to one friend who thought it was better than Get Out, and I don't... I You know, that's that's great. I don't think many people do think it was better than Get Out. Just because Get Out was so psychological. But I almost think that Us is Jordan Peele's response to people saying that Get Out is not a horror movie. It's a psychological thriller. Which I disagree with. I think Get Out is definitely a horror.
0: Absolutely, it's a horror movie.
1: Us is... I mean, if you had any doubt in your mind that Jordan Peele could make a horror movie, then Us is the perfect place to go to because... I mean, it's got gore. It's got jump scares, but not too many jump scares. I mean, like, it's uh, it's 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 still kind of slow burning. Um, I honestly thought it was funnier than Get Out. It had more more moments of comedy than Get Out, which I really appreciate in horror movies. And it was mixed once again super well with the um, really tense moments. Uh, I watched yeah. it in a the full theater. And some of the biggest laughs were laughs that, you know, other people told me in the theater that they watched it in were not the laughs. They were, like, gasps, you know?
0: Let's, uh, uh, let's talk about our experience. Because I had a somewhat negative viewing experience, I'd say.
1: That's not good.
0: Yeah, I saw it the first day it came out in IMAX. And uh, the people behind us just kept talking. Yeah. And, like, it's... Was- I don't know why people think that during horror movies they can just talk the whole time. I think but, I it
1: happens a lot in horror movies. And I think that the reason for that is that people go to horror movies and they get so scared and they put on this like big persona that they're not going to get scared. They want yeah, so badly to not to, get scared that they distract to their like minds. feel
0: better about it. Yeah. But like just shut the fuck up. Yeah. No one paid to hear your dumb shit jokes.
1: It's so fucking so annoying. So I did,
0: I did tell a guy to shut up, because he just kept talking.
1: <laughs> How'd it that go? It was very annoying. Did he stop?
0: It was fine. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so we were, like, I bought tickets for, like, the not the front row, but no one, like, really had seats in front of us, and so people behind us just kept talking, and it's like, that just sucks. That sucks because... It, like, takes away from the movie, but I think it also, like, takes away from the scariness of it. Like, I think that it would be a scarier movie if I watched it, like, on my own on, like, a Tuesday night or something, you know?
1: Yeah. I – here's the thing. I love watching movies in big-packed theaters as long as everybody, you know, uh, obeys the rules. I saw it in a giant theater. I think it was AMC Burbank's biggest theater. Because I saw opening night too, and uh, there's like sectioned, there's like sectioned rows where there's like a top row, there's like a top section, a middle section, and a front section. And I watched it in the top section, but I was in the front row of the top section, so there was a big gap for a walkway between me and the other section. And I think that was a good move on my part because uh, I'm assuming that the people in the middle row were pretty rowdy. Because I did hear a lot of, like, I did hear a lot of, like, movement around that area. Behind me and next to me, I got worried, too. Because before the movie started, everybody was, like, talking and stuff. But as as soon as the movie really got into it, everybody was kind of gripped. And uh, it was an interesting experience because, yeah. I mean, by the way, full-on spoilers from here on out for the movie. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, so, at the point where... Um, Lupita's character is the point where Lupita's character is explaining, uh, her run in with her clone, um, to her husband. And then right after the son comes in and he's like, there's a family in our driveway. That was one of the biggest laughs. That was perhaps the biggest laugh from really? the theater in the movie. And then when they went out to actually discover the the, the family in the driveway, that was another big laugh. Everybody That's laughed so once again.
0: Those are both. In the trailer.
1: Yeah, and people people were just... I think it was just the, the amount of tension that was building from that point. It was like everyone was kind of just like, oh. It was one of those like, oh laughs, you know? So, <laughs> it was interesting to see that because I would have never... Ex- I didn't laugh. I would have never expected anyone to laugh at that. So, yeah. it was funny to hear um, like the entire theater almost unanimously laugh at that. Um,
0: I... So I did see the trailer going into this. But I tried to avoid any other information about it. I don't know. I know that you feel similarly. You don't like to know too much going in. Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that uh, fuck, what is her name? Lupita's character Ad- Adelaide.
1: Adelaide, okay. And I her didn't and her that. clone version is
0: red. Yes. Or
1: well, yeah. <laughs> well, um, in, the, in the I didn't credits. realize
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that, like, the girl from the trailer who gets choked, because I was always like, wait, this fa- who's that little girl? And, like, I didn't know that it was her in the past. So I thought that that was, like, did you know that?
1: No, I didn't know either.
0: So I thought that that was, like, a, that was cool. And then uh, I really, like, that opening scene just felt so creepy. Yeah. And that guy, like, standing with his Jeremiah 1111 sign, like, so good. Uh, there's just so many like good moments in this movie.
1: Yeah. That's, that's where, well, I think Jordan Peele suffers from the same fate as we were just talking about with like Marvel and captain, captain Marvel. It's like he came from just this like really great script that was like so well directed and there's so many tiny little nuances about the script that unfold more and more of the story. And I'm sure they're there with us too i think i need to watch it again that's where uh, us has like i mean he's done it again with like wanting to watch the movie again with the details and everything because there are still a lot of details but uh on on its surface if you're just going in for a horror movie you're gonna get a horror movie with a lot of gore yeah. and kills and um just good stuff
0: uh, uh that kind of reminds me of something i want to bring up but uh I, like, I did notice some really nice small details. Like, when uh, the daughter is like, I want to drive. I turned to my friend and I was like, she's going to drive at the end. Like, that's like a nice <laughs> little setup. Or uh, that closet that, like, locks, you know? That oh, was yeah. a nice. Like, that was really nice how they set that up. And then she when she, like, had him go do it. Like, I really liked that part. Uh, there was, like, a lot of little things like that. Uh... The guy who, not, when the guy, when he's doing Whack-A-Mole, the guy is wearing a black flag shirt. And then when they're on the beach, one of the twins is wearing a black flag shirt.
1: Interesting. It's funny you mention that because I, the whole movie, I was looking for tiny little details like that. Like at Whack-A-Mole, I was like, why is the dad playing Whack-A-Mole? Of Any other game he could be playing, why is he playing Whack-A-Mole? And ultimately, I don't think it was... That important? Where
0: do moles live?
1: <laughs> yeah, in
0: the ground. That's
1: true. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm realizing that now. Um, um,
0: you go ahead. Sorry.
1: I just thought it had a lot of really creepy things that uh, become scarier when you think about them. Like the fact at the end, huge spoiler right here, where they come up, where they drive up to the car that's on fire and the kid's standing in front of it. And the the real son is like,
0: it's the it's one that's a trap. Me. What? It's the one that looks like me. Like that's such a good line.
1: And well, he says it's a trap, so he's like, everybody get out. Yeah. So everybody gets out, and he knows what to do. He backs up. He knows that the the his version is going to do exactly what he does. So yeah. he puts his arms out and he backs up. And exactly as he does, his alternate version, his tethered version, backs up into a car. But it's still a trap because they're thinking exactly like how they think. So yeah, when he backs the up, mom the there. mom is right there waiting for him. And I thought that was one of the creepiest fucking moments in the whole movie. Because she she knows exactly how he's going to think. And I just thought that was like so... I thought that... it's just a little thing, but I thought it was so good.
0: One of my favorite moments it's like a pretty small moment but when she's talking about like their underground life and it's uh so like adelaide is going through her life and then red is like going through her life and the dad grabs the shirt and like smiles at her and he's so fucking creepy like yeah. the way that he smiled like that he's so creepy in that moment that whole and, like the way everyone moves it's like it's so cool. The
1: whole underground scene is also... Because none of them know... Because the idea is that none of... They're all doing these things. Literally just doing these motions. And none of them know or understand why. And they're just eating fucking raw rabbit. Yeah. And like yeah. on a date. And they don't understand any of it. But they're just doing it anyway. Um, and they feel all of it. Obviously. Because that's why they come up. You know? Um,
0: and I saw... Like it annoys me to see what people say about this movie cuz some people are like there's a lot of plot holes but like it's a really good movie but there's a lot of plot like they're like why what do they drink how does it like it just fucking works that is how it is that is what the world is like just fucking accept they're like and then some people are like oh what's the the dad's name like the not the dad but the fake dad the clone dad
1: um Abraham
0: Yeah, Abraham. They're like, how do Abraham and Red have kids if they're just follow Like, because they're doing everything that other people... Like, that's the whole thing. Yeah. They're doing exactly what they do. And people are like, do they have cars down there? How do they follow them? Like, it just works. That's just (laughs) what the world is. like.
1: It's obviously a metaphor. Fuck off. I didn't understand what the metaphor was at first. Um, with the Hands Across America um, imagery and everything. Um... I, Can I just
0: say real quick? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, when they were showing that commercial at the beginning, I was like, "I wonder what's the longest chain of people that have ever held hands together." Like, I literally had that thought. I was like, "I should look this up after the movie." And then, obviously, that plays a big part later on. Well, <laughs> yeah, and like
1: hands across America. Well, they, yeah, I, I knew it was important when they showed it because I was like, otherwise they wouldn't show. They're not gonna hands show this Acar- whole commercial. Yeah, <laughs> this whole Hands Across America commercial, but. Um. Yeah, I, I knew that Hands Across America was a failed. It was like a failed attempt at trying to do some sort of like big charity work thing. And mm-hmm. uh, um, I will admit that I like looked at a couple of explanations for this online <laughs> to like figure out to try and put some try and figure out what they might have meant by doing Hands Across America. But what I've often what I've found the most is that it seems like it's a metaphor for. Um, like, a disenfranchised group of people. It's a class... Like, I think this movie is a class metaphor... is a metaphor on the class system.
0: I mean, I think the fact that the government tries to do something with them and then just leaves them there, like, that's obviously, like, a big comment on shit.
1: Yeah. And I think... uh, I think that the fact that the Tethered are able to... The, the Tethered are able to actually carry out um, Hands Across America and the actual humans were not able to. I mean, I guess Tethered are still humans, technically. I mean, they're experiments, but... <clears throat> um, yeah, that's a comment on uh, if if, disenf- if the disenfranchised can come together, they can, um, they can do rise what... Up. They can rise up and overcome what the people above them could not do. Which is interesting that it's coming from this movie because usually you see the protagonists being the ones that are carrying out the positive message. But that's a positive message that's carried out by the antagonists of the movie. Um,
0: But kind of also not because she has been wronged.
1: Yeah, but they're also killing all, everyone I mean, above I agree. ground. I agree. Also murdering in cold blood everyone above but ground.
0: it's like a very complicated, like it's more complicated than that, which I really appreciate.
1: It is, yeah. But
0: I mean... I get what you're saying. I'm just like, I think that that's a cool another layer that they added.
1: Yeah, you definitely have some sympathy for the tethered. Uh, I really loved. I mean, I, I I kind of saw. I didn't see that specific twist coming, but I thought they were going to definitely heavily relate the uh, the tethered to that specific family or that um, or um, yeah. Adelaide's character, and they did by literally. <laughs> that twist was very good. Uh, I thought. Yeah. And my friend wasn't convinced by it. He thought it was like open ended, and I I. Mm. i wouldn't say it is i mean it's pretty
0: definitely not like there's a reason that that she's the one person who can do this she's the one of them who can talk like it's very
1: yeah well and um adelaide when she was a little girl they had that whole meeting about how she can't talk they're like we we just want her to talk and they think that she they like think that she might be mute or whatever and
0: she they think she has ptsd because of what happened
1: and red can barely talk so it totally makes sense and in the end the fight scene in the end red is very good at ballet it's much better than adelaide at at, at ballet and that's literally when she was a kid that's like all she was training to do so that's really all she knows how to do and when they get into that like little ballet fight which was really well choreographed uh I was like, I was watching it and I was like, "This is kind of goofy, though." <laughs> like the
0: fact that they're <laughs> dance
1: fighting right now is kind of goofy, um, but it was it was very beautifully done, very beautifully shot. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and um, it just totally makes sense that yeah, they they Adelaide isn't the real Adelaide. Adelaide. And I think Red it makes switched. perfect sense.
0: Yeah, that's another. People are like, "Well, wh- I saw the twist coming, so I didn't like the movie as much," or like. Where'd they get so many scissors? Like, they just fucking have the scissors. <laughs> just shut up.
1: That's another thing. Why was it scissors? That There's several things in that movie that because I don't... Because it's fucking
0: cool as hell. Well,
1: the, I, I just don't know what the symbolism is. There's a lot of things in the movie that I just didn't... Um, I want I need to watch again and think about the symbolism of because I know there's a reason for most of it especially the scissors and the and the rabbits. I didn't quite understand why there were so many rabbits and what their symbolism was. Like what their metaphor was.
0: I I think it might like partially be that rabbits just breed a lot, so it's like an easily replenishable, you know.
1: Yeah, it could be that. that.
0: What did the rabbits eat? They just fucking ate. They just fucking exist. Like <laughs> Yeah, you're right. There's not actually fucking copies of us who live underground go you figured it out you figured out the secret to the movie <laughs> <laughs> uh, great fucking work
1: <laughs> if that actually if, if the plot of us actually ended up being real they would probably die first because they would just be asking questions like why why did you bring scissors uh, <laughs> I'm dead
0: that's not very realistic
1: yeah exactly uh,
0: look eh, why don't you guys just go fucking complain about the last Jedi instead of talking about this movie yeah i mean i I didn't like how they didn't blow up a death star for the fifth time
1: that does get on my nerves when people get that specific about um about the intricacies of a fucking movie like that i don't know uh what do you what else do you what else did you notice jake
0: darren i kind of need to wrap it up i'm sorry
1: yeah let's uh, that's what i was just gonna say i I think uh
0: i want to i want to mention one more thing that i thought was very funny uh it's when tim heidecker like the copy of him goes to help up his the real wife and then he does like the yeah (laughs) (laughs) he like offers her his hand and then he rubs his hand in his hair like you do if you're not yeah. giving someone a, a real handshake. They really made... a really funny part. They
1: really made Tim Heidecker a jackass in the movie. It's really yeah.
0: funny. It's great. <laughs> uh, I gotta get going. Darren, do you have any closing thoughts?
1: Um, oh, Darren's
0: got a show this weekend. It's finally here.
1: Yeah, Sunday. Uh, Ice March House, 31st Pasadena. in the Igloo Room. 70, 7, 7 p.m. Uh, check it out, guys. Please. I Oh, follow me on Instagram lit- at Dare Bear Sanchez. And Twitter, DarrenSucks.
0: And follow us on Instagram at SnicklesCast, or whatever it is. Uh Darren, maybe Werner Hitzall can send us home this time. <clears throat> um
1: Doctor Strange PhD New
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bye.